Hello and welcome to I Spit On Your Grades, the results episode. And this is our results for our best horror sequel. I am here as always with Faye. Yo. Mercer. Hello. How are we both? Are we well? Yeah, good. Good. Um, I'm, I'm on my last day off work today, so um, back to normality for me tomorrow, which will be Monday the 7th, I believe. Yeah, I mean, you have had about five weeks off the Digital Fright Fest edition, so I suppose we'll have to go back to work at some point. But it's so hard! That's what she said. We'll be talking about Fright Fest Digital in more depth over the coming weeks, I'm sure. There's some good stuff, some not some good stuff, and one absolutely, truly abysmal waste of space. Which one are you referring to? Uh, land amphibians or whatever it's called. Land amphibians? Sky shot. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, utterly terrible. So I, I don't want to beat a film down, but I would not watch that again if you paid me. No, and we don't want to do ourselves out of content now when we have to cover it, <laughs> cover it in the coming weeks. Been watching anything, Mercer? Or have you been too busy enjoying your time off? No. I have been playing a random number generator on Amazon Prime. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Explain briefly. I go to random number generator and I generate a number and then I go to the Amazon Prime new to Prime watch list or whichever one's first one on this, depending on what mode I am, and count that many films in. And then I watch that film. Where has that brought you? Well, I watched a really, like, nice Spanish film about someone wanting to be normal and then realising that the idea they have of normal isn't normal. So that was lovely. It's got the girl from Rec 3 in it. Sounds a lot like Eye of the Beholder in Twilight Zone. But it's not. Um, And I I watched... um, Oh, I've watched a few. Um, Oh, I watched Borderlands for the first time. Oh, good, good. Did you like it? I was um, slightly through to start with because I kind of didn't like anyone. Okay. Um, and then I got a little bit tense towards like the end um, when they're looking for the other two priests. And then I got like, I was like feeling really claustrophobic. And then I got a little bit pissed off We how it ended. So the first time we watched that, Chris fell asleep and woke up when the ending was happening. I've never seen a man so confused in my life. <laughs> it, is a, it is a weird ending to wake up in the middle of. It's like, why is that happening? Oh, you know, spoiler, spoiler, turn it down for 10 seconds if you don't want to hear the ending of Borderlands. We'll give you time now. Go. Oh, who doesn't look at it and go, why is that priest's hand melting off? <laughs> and we are back in the room, so no spoilers. No spoilers, but I would just say, why, why, why did they do what they did, why? But the church scene, some of the church scenes were really quite tense, quite, yeah, you know, yeah. the dark stuff. Um, I've watched some other stuff that's obviously had no impact on me whatsoever, because I cannot remember what else I've watched. We watched Swallow, which was 
odd, but really good. And we also watched Vivarium, which was really good. And again, very odd. Vivarium. Vivarium. It's basically um, Imogen Poots and Jesse Eisenberg go to view a house. They get taken to look at the house. They get left in there. And then the guy who's showing the house goes away and they can't get out. And they try to get off of the estate and they can't get off. But every house looks the same and the house is made specifically for them. I don't want to go any further into it because it is really odd, but it's really interesting. It's very, twi- very Twilight Zone-esque. Yeah, it? it's like Twilight Zone meets Black Mirror, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, Although they are one and the same, but you know. So yeah, so that was really good. And I'll also give a shout out to a non, non-movie non watching horror experience. I've been playing the Dark Anthology Xbox One Man of Medan survival horror, which... I, re- I really, really enjoyed and got to the end of earlier on. And two of the five cast I managed to get through and keep alive. So, you know, these things happen and some people will die along the way. So I, I played that and I thought it was all right. It's really short, isn't it? It is. It's very much, it's very much like playing a couple, of hour, a couple of hours long movie rather than uh, getting heavily involved in a game. But it's really, I really enjoyed it. I say it was on the Xbox game pass so downloaded it and played it and little hope is out for halloween so the next series of the anthology bought from them so i'm very much looking forward to that can i um on a very non-horror related issue just give a shout out yeah because i was reintroduced to this over our fright fest weekend and i have sat today from about 10 o'clock up until now, even watching Kay's cooking, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a big shout out to Kay and Kay's son Lee, who are Lee, yeah, Lee, mm. who are both from Sheffield. They are, FYI. yeah. I didn't know that. They're definitely from Cross. Um, <laughs> that's Parsons Cross. Look it up; you'll love it. Um, but the. Um, she's been entertaining me no end and she's so lovely she is. she's such a bad cook but she's <laughs> lovely while we're giving shout outs and not wanting to go into what we watched too much over the weekend I would like to give a massive shout out to Mitch Bain and Adam Stovall um, for A Ghost Waits Mitch rescored A Ghost Waits and we had the opportunity to watch it last Sunday as part of the Digital Friday Fest and that is some good fucking work that boy be talented, yo. Very much so. And we're not talking about Fright Fest, but if we were and we were doing a top five, then you could guarantee that's my number one. Yeah, it's the first time you saw Ghost Weights, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, big round. Big round, big round of applause. And not just because he bought me punk. <laughs> bought you punk. Bought me pump. Bought me, he bought. He bought. Introduced me to the joys of ordering fresh draft from Punk. Thank mm. you very much, Rich, and scoring the film. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, have we had some feedback, Versa, for our best sequels? Well, we we had people vote, and um, we had uh, just a couple of comments uh, on on these votes. Um, we always get more votes than we do comments, um, and we're going to drill it into you, people. Tell us why you're voting for the film that you're voting for, because it, it, it gives us an idea of why somewhere as mine seem to have shit taste. <laughs> <sighs> so, 
because I just don't get why I've lost again. <laughs> public vote, I mean, public vote. Um, so we got, um, so yes, Andrew Spencer came back and he's like, PA3 for days. Now, PA3 stands for Paranormal Activity 3, <laughs> just for those who aren't aware. Um, great additions to the law. Kids are always creepy. Uh, yes. Gary Gaskell um, didn't tell us what he chose. He just he just teases us, and he just is quite often with it. Hmm, again, what to choose? Bit of a deliberation required. I'm hoping that Darren made the right choice and chose a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Well... So I thought that's what he would choose. And I Darren, you're going to have to correct us on this. But I saw the deliberation and then I saw demons get a vote. <gasps> so I'm like, did demons too steal Darren's vote? Nice. Did it? Did it? I don't know. Um, but I will find out when Darren tells us. <laughs> I will find out. And if he didn't, if he, if he wasn't, then more fool me. Um, we also... New Horror Express. Um, so these came back with, out of these choices, we would definitely go for Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. But to be fair, Screen 2 would not be all that far behind. Although, obviously, the correct choice for best horror sequel is Dawn of the Dead. Um, what do we say on that? Well, mm. we did Dawn of the Dead in an episode, New Horror Express, and it turns out that the three of us aren't as big a fans as... The rest of the world believes we should be. No. We did also have uh, Salted Popcorn, who is very mad at us for not choosing Psycho 2. <laughs> As you said, it is a film. It is a film. It's a film. Yeah. So uh, the actual um, public vote, which I'm sure you can all see when you look on there, was a bit of a shocker for us. Mm. But Mitchell Harrod also came back to us and said he too was astounded by how the public vote was going and couldn't believe... Likewise, that Paranormal Activity 3 beat A Nightmare on Elm Street. What is that? Legitimately, my mind was and is blown. Mm -hmm. It's like, no disrespect to you, Chris, and your choice, but I hardly ever hear anyone talk about Paranormal Activity 3. Um, I hardly ever see it on any kind of list of best anything. Um, whereas Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 comes a lot, up a lot in, like, just regular conversation. Mm. Like, yeah. like, every day someone brings up Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 to me. Every day. Can't go in a shop without someone bringing it up. That'll be exactly. £5.30. Oh, yeah, and if you're doing Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, uh, thank you, there's your money. I have, yes, I'll walk out of the store. You know? Yeah. Pull out, pull out, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so that came as a surprise, them results. But how does that affect our results? You'll not know until we tell you after we do what's coming up next. It's the amazing, it's the incredible, it's the fantastic, it's it's the one-star reviews that's going to be introduced by Faye doing... Grunge. Grunge, shut your front door. Yeah, you ready? Don't fall in love with me when I'm singing this, okay? Because you might. You might. You ready? Here is a hair story of you. In case 
Fisher confused Mercer, that was in the style of Pearl Jam, who were a well-known grunge band. So I recognised the tune of the song, mm-hmm. but I thought they brought Alanis Morissette in after a stroke. Wow. Or Cher, yeah. You Cher flick. But yeah, well done. I mean, grunge, I don't think grunge is your strongest suit. Is he fucking kidding? But maybe, maybe on the singer, you'll, you'll surprise me. I enjoy. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a bit of. I give and I give, and this is what I get. You can't go wrong with a bit of pearl jam. So, we should probably actually cover our beloved one star reviews. Now we're done critiquing your performance. Yes. I will go first because I've got my review in my hand. You do that. Right, you will. So this is from Matt G A One or Matga One, however you want to pronounce it. Headed, we all know it. I don't know what it is we all know, but we do all know it. We know it. So, I would just like to start this review by asking, how the hell does this movie get 6.3? Has everybody succumbed cheap, idiotic, pointless, B-grade horror? And then we have a series of points, because what's an argument if not in, well, reason points? (laughs) One, this movie is not scary. It does better as a comedy. Two... The plot is absolutely pointless and poorly written. Three, it is like 12-year-olds are acting in this movie. Right, point one and two, I can, I can see, I can take your point and go, that's fair enough. Point number three, when he says, it's like 12-year-olds are acting in this movie. They are. Well, a bit younger than that, but yeah, they're just the two leads, or the two co-leads are kids. So I'm not sure what you exactly thought was going to happen there. And number four, the movie's storyline is completely stupid. It's just a series of a still camera showing someone screaming. It isn't. No, no, it's a series of Worldcraft <laughs> scenes brought out the height and tension before a, a scare punches it. But there we go. This movie has the worst and cheap horror elements. It lacks suspense and thrills. It includes poor storyline, acting, suspense and horror. This film is the worst of the worst. Justin Bieber's movie dominates Paranormal Activity 3. And we all know Justin Bieber's sorry, and we all know Justin Bieber's movie was crap. One out of ten. I, w- I would rate it minus one trillion, but I can't. If I was given an option to watch Paranormal Activity Three or Justin Bieber's film, I know which one I'd be watching. If I had to watch Justin Bieber's film, I'd be clawing my fucking eyes out. It's one of those things as well. By the time you get the Paranormal Activity Three, if you've seen one and two, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah. I and if he if he's then gone in at the third one, why are you going in at the third one of a series of films? Oh well. Thanks you for your do? shit review, mate. Thank you very much. Would you like to go through yours next, then, Faye? I will go through mine next. I, again, I don't know the names. I don't know why IMDb wants to deprive me of usernames, and I've given up making them up because they all just sound like I'm attacking, which I probably am. So. <laughs> This one is apparently called Warning Spoilers. Oh, sorry, before we go any further. Full disclosure, I could only find one one one-star review on IMDb and it was too long and boring to read. There was no entertainment involved in it. I went onto Letterboxd, I couldn't find a one-star review. So this review is a two-star review. I'm sorry. I've been working all day, I couldn't find another. Get off my back. We attacked attacked me over this when I when I did it. You didn't disclose it. This is the point. I'm being honest and letting you know beforehand. 
Anywho, I'm, go I'm running with it. You can purse those lips, Mercer. I'm still running with it. So, I don't like this movie. The teenagers aren't that bright. No teenager, especially the geek, didn't figure out giving themselves firepowers. I'm a geek and I felt insulted. Fighting Freddy is physically really dangerous. Fire is the only thing Freddy is vulnerable towards. Imagine Freddy entered the dream and found all the teenagers roasting him alive. End review. <laughs> Freddy ain't real. <laughs> so how does he know it's physically dangerous to fight him? Yes. Uh, maybe he's a, a, a survivor. Of Freddy. Of Freddy? <laughs> no, of Dharma. Of Freddy, yes. It was a really well written and thought out review. Uh -huh. I, I think. Mm -hmm. I like out of the entirety of the movie, that's what he's running with. That's that's what he's taking away. You could have ended all of this just by burning him, even though he was burnt originally and still came back. So no, actually, fire doesn't get rid of him. He'll come back. That's why he's. It's burnt, for Christ's sake. It's Freddy Krueger, for it's, Christ's sake. But this is my point. Nothing gets rid of him. He reckons that fire is going to get rid of him, and it ain't. Oh, I'll, I'm going to find this guy and have words. That's what I'm going to do. So this is, um, this may seem a little long, but it's, it's, it's all I've got, guys. It came from uh, David Raposa. Um... And it's in the form of a letter. <laughs> this is great. A first. Dear Lamberto, you kill the sad party girl. You kill the party goers. You kill the gym rats. You kill the personal trainer via nut wrap, which I will give you credit for. <laughs> you kill the high-priced escort. You kill the security guard. You kill Asia Argento's mum and dad. You not only kill a kid, but have a subsequent demon child um, after a spirited apartment chase keel over and hatch a ghoul You even kill a goddamn dog. Furthermore, you kick all this nonsense up by having a demon on a television somehow enter the real world and then call back the nutso idiocy at the very end. And Lord help you if that meta story with an story element in your two demon picks is supposed to be some sort of commentary on violence in the media because movies this unabashedly stupid don't have the right to say shit about Shinola. How, in light of all of this, do you have a pregnant woman survive this ordeal and not end the movie with her giving birth to a baby demon? Told you. How can you give us growing demon teeth and elongating fingernails and bulging veins and acidic demon blood and leaking ecto-cooler and not even come through with a cheap-looking, hilariously overdubbed demon baby. You have the escort turn after getting a damn hair pulled, yet a ghoulie rides a pregnant woman like a mechanical bull for a good 30 seconds and nothing happens. That, sir, is some kind of bullshit. And while I will put up with a lot for the sake of some blood and guts, MB, I just sat through a Go Nowhere sequel that 
wrote layer recycled all sorts of garbage from its predecessor, including the aforementioned meta elements in those Yupsis drive around punks, I will definitely not stand for this. Which is to say, it will be at least a week before I give another one of your movies a go. Hope you find this well. Two points. Points of view ain't half yes. changed, ain't it? <laughs> Two points. Number one. Yes. Ghoulies, not goblins. That's they look like ghoulies. They do look like ghoulies. No, oh, yeah, that's what this person said. Genius. No, we, we said we said goblins. Yeah. Not goblins. Boglins. Boglins. We said boglins, but they are actually ghoulies. Second point, yeah. I agree with him about the baby. I said this during the the main show. I think you should have had some sort of demon baby come out of her. Didn't take my enjoyment of the film any but I do still think that that should have happened <laughs> yeah well I think them stupid kids in Nightmare on Elm Street part 3 should have just set themselves on fire because that's what Freddy's afraid of <laughs> alright we can all agree with reviewers Faye can't we we can all agree yeah we can so <laughs> they're tearing us apart <laughs> Um, I was reading screen uh, two's review. I've got it here, so I suppose I, I, I will. This one isn't as long as that letter, thank God. And it's not in the form of a letter. Oh. Right, if if any of the audience want to get their one-star reviews read out for a film they really hate, if they want to go on the IMDb and be original, so a haiku, a letter... A poem. Poem, yes. A, a, what do you call it? A... Um... A, a limerick. A limerick, yes. The filthier the better. If yeah. you've got a, any kind of filthy limerick on there. Get them on IMDb. Get them on IMDb oh, yeah. and we will read them out. Yes. Or you could just send them us. Oh, yeah. Send them us. Yeah, I'll send them an email address. Yeah. yeah. If, you hate a, if you hate a film enough and you want to send us one star review, bear in mind, if it's not in one of the above previously mentioned forms, <laughs> we will not read it out on the air. <laughs> Disclaimer. Mm. Right, I suppose we should go through screen two. Yeah. So, this is from Jorge Davidson, and it's headed full, 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 fully full of cliches. Worst Wes Craven. How so, many fulls? Uh, full, three. Three, three full. fulls. Three, three fulls. Full. Three bags full. Three bags full. He's thinking about sheep, clearly, when he's writing it, but uh-huh. there you go. Anyway, so this is the best example of the how to make a film only to collect US dollars and impact teenagers. Sorry, I'm sure there are thinking teenagers there. Once upon a time, Wes Craven used to think originals, plots, and now, my God, a really must-see film if you're studying cinema and you want to learn how not to make plots. The institutionalised Microsoft Word cut and paste from older films. Anyway, one of the best examples of AJFC, American Junk Food Cinema. Why miss it if you want to expect all? Why miss it if you're tired of the surprise of life and you want to enjoy the most expectable scenes in the history of cinema? I think Brothers Lumiere would have destroyed their invention if they'd have known so that it was going to be used. I'm talking to you now, Craven. Set a vegetable store and the brains will thank you. Ever. Oh, my God. There's a lot to, there's a lot to unpick from that. I mean, has he seen Scream 3? Because I, I think it should be this harsh on Scream 2. To be fair, this was, this was back in 2006. So I will say the fact that he addressed Wes Craven at the end, Wes was still with us at that point. Yes, so. he was. So I'm not, I'm not going to have people moaning for that. But still, I'm not sure the set of vegetable store. Why do you... 
I, I can't even think what he's mean what he's meaning here. I think this gentleman likes to throw a lot of uh, a lot of terms around to get his point across whilst not actually making any point whatsoever. That's the thing. What was the point again? It was a... He just didn't like it. Didn't like it. Just say I just don't like it. It was full fully full of cliches. Full, fully Be full. fair, he know, he's, he's a man who knows if he just says, I don't like it, he ain't going to get his one star review read out on the show. <laughs> you say in 2006 he knew that he was going to be on a podcast. 2006, he sat, he sat there and went, you know what, at some point, 14 years from now, there's going to be a podcast so amazing that the thousands and thousands <laughs> of people who listen to it will want to hear my one-star review. And he's still... And there you go, Morgan. Now we, there we go. Now we're done. <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> I guess that concludes our... One-star. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Mercy, you need to get on board, man. I don't, I don't know what that was. That's again Pearl Jam! <laughs> Mercy is just shell-shocked by how good it was. He's speechless. He's in love with me now, isn't it? That's, yeah. That's what this is. Honestly, Faye, I'm afraid to say it, but, like, it's not in my top ten. Considering we're only doing You're four... You're in my top ten! Considering we're only doing about four of these, it's, it's taken some beating to not top ten. It's still not made it into the top ten. Okay, well, you can come up... I, I came up with grunge this week. You can come up with the theme for next one for me to do. Already got it. Don't tell me now. Already got it. Don't tell me now. Please don't like me smile. Not, not pussycat dolls or something like that, because... <laughs> no. Okay. Shall we find out who's won? Faye, Mercer, and me, Chris. I spit on your grades. Well, the audience spit on our grades because yeah. the audience has won. Woo! Well done, audience. Well done, well done. Mercer, where's that clapping? Mercer hates you all. <laughs> Would you like to give us the scores on the doors, sir? Oh, yes, certainly. I would love to. This is always my favourite part. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Coming in, in fourth place. Yes, fourth place. <laughs> With a grade of D. I wonder who this could be. Yes, once again, me, Mercer, Demons 2, a D. Thank you very much out there. <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many is that now in a, how many is, is that now in a row this is like some kind of awful streak you need to break yeah this is a terrible streak I think I've been last like every episode since the last one sorry mm-hmm. no don't you apologise the fact of the matter is obviously people just don't understand my choice in films they just don't understand it no <laughs> no I'll be honest, there's a lot of stiff competition and then there's Christmas choices. But, you know, somehow Chris manages to surpass. But no, so yes, Demons, uh, two, uh, script, great D. There we go. It's what it is. 
misgraded. In third place, dun dun dun, was Paranormal Activity Three. Ah, suck it. Like it with a C. I'm happy with that. I'll take a C. C. I mean, should have won, but still. And then obviously in um, second place, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Woo! Also with a C. Quite a close call. Yeah. Not much difference between the two films. There, the the th- not much difference between third. Second and first, to be honest, and then obviously, as we've already discussed, Screen Two won this round. Surprisingly, though, only with a Grade C. Mm. Now I think that's because um, because we weren't as enamoured as um, the public. Screen Two, there you go, there you have it. The apparently best sequel out of the four that we. Presented, I want to rematch at some point. I think there will definitely be a sequel, second edition at some point. There has to be. There's just too many good ones out there. There has to be. I mean, how else are we ever going to get Psycho 2 into one of these shows? <laughs> Whose choice is that going to be? Not mine. <laughs> if it helps me win. No, 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 not really. But yeah, well done. Welcome, public. Normally, the winner would get to pick the next category of film. However, because it's the audience, and we know we know what you want. We give it to you every single week, so we know we know what you like. We know what you care about. And as a quick pick, we are going to go the very best of psychological horror. So. A wide, wide range of films to choose from. Wide and deep. Wide and deep. Mm. Just as they like Why? it. <laughs> <laughs> because it is. I'm not saying that in a filthy, innuendo-filled way. Like, there are so many psychological horrors out there and the content of them, I do think, should be referred to as deep. Because they are. And wide. Well, that's, that's the range, but the subject is the depth. It makes sense, don't worry. Yeah, no, it does. And quite often with psychological horrors, you do get quite upset uh, with the, the content. Mm-hmm. So that's moist. Um, so yeah, we've got it all. Wide, deep and moist. moist. <laughs> so you made it dirty. I didn't make it dirty. Be fair, the choice, is pretty, choice is pretty hard as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty hard. So we <laughs> we had how hard, moist, wide deep, deep, and wide. And the best thing about these films is Chris can't come in with his classic line of "I'm bringing the fun" because you can't <laughs> bring the fun with fucking psychological horror. You you don't know my choice yet. You you wait, you wait as I bring the fun in a creepy new way. <laughs> Well, I look forward to it, I think. Yeah, you should. So, thank you very much for everyone listening. Thank you, everyone, for voting and commenting on your favourite horror sequel. Just left to say thank you to Faye for joining us. You are most welcome. And thank you for Mercer. I have no option. (laughs) There you go, 
Do you feel special audience now that he feels the need to spend the time with you? Please, if you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, subscribe. I'm going to get a t-shirt with that made up with our logo on just on the back. Okay. Not for any particular purpose. I'll just wear over Tesco's. Do the pots in it. Yeah, exactly. Just see if we can get some additional traffic. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We shall see you next week. Take care. Tatty, bye.